All praise to your hood. Turn this up in the headphones. Another day, another dollar, family. You here to read another chapter. Welcome back to the Daily Bread Podcast with your brother, Dali Yahu Yasharal, your host. And this is being presented to you by Living for Your Hood Ministries. Because guess what? We living for your hood. It's the purpose of life. And we found out what time it is. It's such a blessing. We definitely found our purpose. We found out what we're supposed to be doing. So, all praise to Yahuwah, man. All praise to Yahuwah. We living for Yahuwah. And we here today. We gather here today, family. Dearly beloved, we gather here today to read another chapter. That's what we do. And uh, today we're reading chapter 10. Book of Leviticus, Yakarah, chapter 10. It's a great one. All praise to Yahuwah. So, um, before we get started, before we get into the chapter, we're going to do our method of operation, our normal operating procedure, standard operating procedure. We're going to open up with a short recap for those of you who are new, who may not be sure about what we, what's going on, where we jumping into the scriptures at, what happened before. You know, it can be confusing if you're not guided properly. So, if we're here together, the least we want to do is make sure you understand what's happening. So we're going to open up with a short recap. Then we're going to go into prayer. And then we can read our one chapter for the day. And uh, we'll be all set, family. So with that said, talking about our recap, the thing that we need to know is right now we're in the book of Leviticus, commonly called Uyakara. Okay? And uh, that's very important. It's very relevant because this is the third book of the scriptures. The third book of the scriptures, commonly called Leviticus. Okay, so what did we miss? We got the book of Genesis, first book, uh, and that's basically talking about. To recap that, it's talking about creation. Remember, Yahuwah made everything inside the heaven and earth in six days, and then He rested on the seventh day. So that was a great blessing, and we still follow this pattern today. On the seventh day, I don't work. I, we don't put out. Um, uh, daily reading on the seventh day. You have a free day to study yourself, to sleep, to rest. Everybody need rest, so uh, we don't put out work seven days a week. We put out work six days a week. Yahuwah willing. <laughs> Trust me. Sometimes we have some issues, but uh, Yahuwah strengthen us. So all praises. So um, that creation pattern, the pattern of the seven, is very important. Very important. So um, these things are things we have to take from the scripture so Genesis showed us that okay Genesis also showed us about what Yahuwah is looking for Yahuwah is going throughout the earth looking for righteous individuals day in and day out all the time we see him coming to people like Noah making a covenant with him and delivering him from wickedness from evil whatever was going on he delivered Noah through the flood and the boat okay then you have people like Abraham righteous individual Yahuwah came to him made a covenant and just protected him wherever he went. But a part of Abraham's covenant was to travel, leave the place where he was. So Genesis is about that. Reading the traveling sojourns of the family of Abraham, moving here, moving there, uh, seeking Elohim. Uh, all of these things is something in it for us to learn. We encourage you guys to go back and fill it in, fill in the details with each episode and each chapter. So that was the book of Genesis. Understanding the family, the righteous family and the lineage. Abraham's children, which are Jacob, uh, Isaac and Jacob. Jacob became Israel, Yashara, 
And we end the book of Genesis with them going down into Egypt. And that's where we pick up the book of Exodus. And it's a different scroll. Actually, where we start the scroll of Exodus. That's why it's separate right there. It's a whole separate scroll. Okay. The scroll of Shemot, commonly called Exodus. It begins with the children of Yashraal in bitter slavery. And remember, we went down to Egypt as a blessing, as a pretext to avoid famine and hunger and starvation. So it was a blessing going to Egypt. But Yahuwah had different plans. Raised up different pharaohs, different kings, some people who didn't honor what happened before, and uh, we ended up being enslaved, family. And what we need to understand again, I just want to point out, this is not like it's old history and prehistoric history and BC this and BC that dinosaur age. This is current events, family. We were slaves. My parents were slaves. My grandparents were slaves. So just understand that the the Bible or the Scripture is secular. Everything we written is prophecy and everything we written is very relevant to you uh, Whether you understand it or not So that's the first thing So book of Exodus Started off with us in slavery but all praise to Yahuwah We have individuals like Moses He raised up again from the same family From Adam to Noah to Abraham Isaac, Jacob to Moses One family of people Pure bloodline Hebrew people Speaking the Hebrew language Writing in the Hebrew word right and um, the Most High delivered these people. Raised up Moses, told him to tell Pharaoh, let my people go so that they may serve me. Because Yahuwah is our mighty one. No one else. We really, as men on the earth, we have no other, um, no other authority besides who we submit to or we consent to give our authority to, our power to. And the place where we came from is very big on consent. They ask you for your permission to enslave you, to enter into a contract with them. They, they, you, you consent to it. And But besides what we consent to do, we sovereign. Only Yahuwah we answer to. So that is very important to understand. So the book of Exodus, um, again, we, we were slaves, but we belong to Yahuwah. And he redeemed us. We are his people. So we encourage you guys. This is a very famous book. Uh, we started out that book in slavery. We ended it on the mountain of Elohim, receiving his commandments, receiving his uh, pattern for his temple, for seeing what is in heaven that he wants to make on earth. So Yahuwah will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we ended the book of Exodus with him showing us the blueprint for the tabernacle. So all praise to Yahuwah for wanting to dwell with his people and for uh, setting everything up to do so. He is truly great. And you should at least understand that much. So... That was the book of Exodus. Now we're in the book of Leviticus, the third book of the Torah family. Smack dab in the middle of the, the law, and we need deep in it. So all esteem to Yahuwah for that. So today we read in chapter 10. Uh, that was the recap, just bragging a little bit about Yahuwah, his majesty, his esteem. And uh, it, 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 it wakes us up. It, it, it um, motivates us for prayer because we get to pray to the same Elohim. The, the deliverer, the redeemer, the, the mighty, mighty Elohim. So, we in the book of Leviticus right now. Let's stand and pray. Let's make prayer, make supplication to Elohim. Clear our hearts, clear our minds. We just waking up. If you had any bad dreams, any, any, um, any, you know, anything following you, curses, um, you know, anybody, somebody put something on you, if you feel like you just can't get it right. That's what prayer for. Let's go before Elohim and and get a clean slate. And uh, it's very important. 
It's very important, family. As a matter of fact, in the last chapter we read, chapter 9, if I remember correctly, we read about Yahuwah coming to visit his people. But before he came to visit them, they had to make an offering to atone for themselves, the priests, and atone for the people. So it's always good to clean the slate. That's basically what's happened. Maybe they didn't even sin. They just they were operating in the temple the day before. They woke up the next day. He said, make an offering and clean yourself. They not necessarily had done anything wrong, but it's cleaning the slate. To make sure everything is fresh because you he want to see us and you want to see us in a clean pure state so let's go before him and, and wipe away our sin and we do that with the bulls of our lips offering sacrifice of praise to him esteem and, and again asking simply asking for forgiveness in the name of Mashiach we can get it amazing before we had to slaughter animals and throw blood today all you got to do is ask and uh, how many of us are doing that so uh, interesting to put things in perspective, family. Very interesting. So, we're going to pray um, as is the method of the Hebrew culture. We're going to stand, face the direction of Jerusalem, lift up our hands, open our palms, bow our heads, and uh, make supplication to Allahim. Let's go, family. It goes something like this. Our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart. Permit your reign to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask, we come before you today, we ask and we pray that you give us this day, Yahuwah, our daily bread. Which means not only give us your word, Yahuwah, not only allow us to read your word and, and receive that spiritual bread, but also physical bread. We ask that you sustain us. We know that you are our provider. You are. We can do nothing without you. So we come to you asking you for our daily bread. Sustain us like only you know how. We also, more importantly, we come asking you to forgive us for our sins, our transgression, our iniquity against your Torah and your commands. For the sins, transgression, and iniquity of our forefathers, of our current family, for their transgression against your Torah and your commands. As we forgive our dead orders and we forgive those who trespass against us. We forgive anybody who owe us, Yahuwah, anybody who did us wrong, anybody who stepped on our shoe, anybody who made us mad, Yahuwah, we, we, we give it up. We forgive because we want you to forgive us. And this, Yahuwah, is why you're so great, Yahuwah, because this is one of the most great principles that you can show us is that we cannot get forgiveness from you if we don't forgive others. And in that way, you make the world a better place because today I'm going to go forth with a forgiving heart. So today, I can be like you, you and forgive others as you forgive me, you All esteem, all praise for that. Because this simple concept can open up a person's mind, change their day, change their life. So we appreciate you for that concept. We ask that you clean our slate, you and forgive us. And the brother Mashiach, HaMashiach, Yahusha, our prince, our king and, and anointed priest, forgive us for our sins and transgressions as we forgive our dead others. And as we forgive each other, you forgive us. Most importantly, we ask that you allow us not to be led into trial, but save us. You want to deliver us from the wicked one. Because we know the enemy, the devil, the adversary, Shatan, he's roaming the earth like a lion, seeking to devour those who are unaware, who not on guard. You know? They being led astray every day, every minute, every hour, every second. The propaganda machines is at work. The TVs is on. The propaganda being spewed, the internet is there, the people being sucked through portals every day. 
every day wasting hours of their life, time they never get back, being indoctrinated with doctrines that's not yours, you know? So we just ask that you continue to help us guard our mind, guard our eyes, guard our ears, guard our gates, guard our bodies, guard our beings, guard our family, guard our gates. Guard us, you Guard us, you Allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one, you For yours is the reign or the kingdom, the power, the might, and the esteem, the glory, the heaviness, the weightiness forever. For these things and more we pray. In the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, it's power in prayer, family. And we got to unlock the power, man. We got to go before Yahuwah, man. He got all the answers for us. He got all the answers for us. You know, all we got to do is... All we got to do is believe, trust, right? So, it's so easy, but it's so hard for some. Very interesting. So... Without further ado, family, turn to page chapter 10, Uyakra. Uyakra, commonly called Leviticus, Book of the Priest. We putting on our on the priest shoes today. Linen boxes, family. Put your turbans on. Put your turbans on. Chapter 10. And the Dab and Abihu, the sons of Aharon, each took his fire holder and put fire in it. And put incense on it and brought strange fire before Yahuwah. Oh man. Which he had not commanded them. Mm. And fire came out from Yahuwah and consumed them. And they died before Yahuwah. Then Moshe said to Aaron, This is what Yahuwah spoke, saying, By those who by those who come near me, let me be set apart. And before all the people, let me be esteemed. And Aharon was sovereign. Mm. By those who come near me, let me be set apart. And before all the people, let me be esteemed. And Aharon was sovereign. Interesting. Verse 4. And Mashal called to Mashal and to Asaphon, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aharon, and said to them, Come near, take your brothers. From before the set apart place out of the camp. So they came there and took them by their long shirts out of the camp as Mashah had said. And Mashah said to Aaron and to Alazar and to Ithamar his sons, Do not unbind your heads nor tear your garments lest you die. And wrath come upon all the people. But let your brothers, all the house of Yashron, beware of the burning which Yahuwah has kindled. While we pray every day, allow us not to be led to trial. We could fall anyway, even coming before you who are wrong. Gotta come correct, family. Gotta come correct. This is the title of this chapter. Gotta come correct. Gotta come correct. Verse 7. And do not go out from the door of the tent of appointment, lest you die. For the anointing oil of Yahuwah is upon you. And they did according to the word of Mashah. And Yahuwah spoke to Aharon, saying, Do not drink wine. Or strong drink, you nor your sons with you, when you go into the tent of appointment, tent of meeting, lest you die a law forever throughout your generations. So, very interesting family, it's just me interjecting a little bit. It don't tell us what type of fire they had, what type of incense they were burning, it don't tell us if they were drunk or not, but we do 
How did the law coming directly after these two priests got killed saying, don't drink while you serving in the temple? So, we can only speculate and say, maybe they were drinking in the temple. We don't know what type of strange fire they bought, but it's a lesson to all of us to come correct. Come correct. Verse 10. So as to make a distinction between the set apart and the profane, and between the unclean and the clean. And to teach the children of Yahshua all the laws which Yahuwah has spoken to them by the hand of Mashah. And Mashah spoke to Aharon and to Alazar and to Ithamar, the sons who were left. Take the grain offering that is left over from the offerings made by fire to Yahuwah and eat it without leaven beside the slaughter place, for it is most set apart. Okay? And you will eat it in a set apart place. Because it is yours by law and your sons by law of the offerings made by fire to Yahuwah. For so I have been commanded. Verse 14. In the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the contribution you eat in a clean place. You and your sons and your daughters with you. For they are yours by law and your sons by law. Which are given from the slaughterings of peace. Of the children of Yasharal. Verse 15, family. The thigh of the contribution and the breast of the wave offering they bring with the offerings of fat, fat made by fire, to bring as a wave offering before Yahuwah. And it will be yours and your sons with you by law forever, as Yahuwah commanded. Okay. And we talk about these particular offerings we're making. But the point is we gotta come correct. Verse 16. And Mashah diligently looked for the goat of the sin offering and saw it was burnt up. And he was wroth with Alizar and Ithamar, the sons of Aharon, who were left, saying, Why have you not eaten the sin offering in the set-apart place, since it is most set-apart? And Elohim has given it to you to bear the crookedness of the congregation, to make atonement for them before Yahuwah. Verse 18. See, its blood was not brought inside the set-apart place. You should have eaten it without fail in the set-apart place as I have commanded. And Aharon said to Meshach, See, today they have brought their sin offering and their sinning offering before Yahuwah. And matters like these have come to me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would it have been right in the eyes of Yahuwah? And then Meshach heard that. And when Meshach heard that, it was good in his eyes. So again, family, this chapter, I hope you understood it. It may be confusing to some what exactly just happened. Again, that's why I say we're putting our shoes, our feet in the shoes of the priest today. Because we see the priest died and the offerings had to continue. Some things happened. It was a little, a chink in the armor. It was a little, a hiccup in the process. Not only the people die, something ain't happen right. And that's what they're talking to each other about. And that's what this book about. Understanding the laws he set forth. The offerings. How they were supposed to do it flawlessly. Even if some things happened. They had to come correct. You had to correct them. Took away who we had to take away. And they made the changes. So I feel like. No matter, regardless of how much of this book we understand. How much of this chapter we understand. That's what we need to take away. That sometimes. We have to make some corrections, make some changes, and continue with the service in Yahuwah, the service of Yahuwah. 
And uh, I feel like that's that's the lesson of the day from the lesson of the day. I hope you got something for it, from it. Because again, remember this is the beginning of our studies, not the end of it. So us reading this chapter is just the beginning. So you gotta feel free to pause it, go on to study more, go on to go in depth, meditate on this word. Uh, daily bread is just the starter. Just the start. We just get it started. So all praise to you who for us being able to read this chapter together. So that was, that was the conclusion. Verse 30, verse 20 was the conclusion of chapter 10. And uh, thank you guys for reading with us. Thank you guys for joining us. But we have to remember the brothers that died. And what's the message? Come correct, family. Come correct. You got to come correct. So thank you guys for reading with us. Thank you guys for joining us. We ask that you politely follow the podcast. Interact with us in the question and answer segment. Follow us on our other social media platform. If you feel led to support the ministry, by all means, do so. All the things to you who. And uh, so, until the next chapter, family, we say shalom, shalom, shalom. So, have a great day, family. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next chapter.